this is Yuri with Moving Sales Professionals. Thank you very much for joining us for our podcast. And with me today, I have Steve Jordan, the chief editor and owner of The Mover Magazine, with digital circulation of over 40,000 worldwide. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm doing well, thank you. It's a lovely sunny days you can see in England, which is a bit of a change. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, we're we're a little sunny, got blue skies and all that. So that's great. That's great. Um, so obviously you you are the chief and editor of the Mover magazine, which is great. That's we we love to having you on. And how did you get started in the moving industry, Steve? Oh my god, that you that was a very long time ago. Um well, I, I got started in the same way that almost everybody else in this industry did. Um, by accident. Is, by accident, yeah. <laughs> it, well, yeah, I mean, I was I was living in a small town and um, and I needed a job. And one of the only employers in the in the in the town was a, a moving company. And so I knocked on the door and said, you need to give me a job because I need a job. And they did. And so and, and I've been working working in the industry more or less ever since. But it's um it was a company called Scott Pack, who you, you probably don't remember, but they were bought by Crown. Um, and I started there in 1974, so nearly 50 years ago now. Shipping clerk. Yeah. And, um, and I, I stayed there for a full six months uh, before uh, my boss got the sack. And I was I was kind of worried about, about this because I was married and I had a baby on the way by this stage. And I was a bit worried about the fact that he got the sack and so um and so i went to see him and said what happened and we 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 started chatting and drinking beer and by about three o'clock in the morning we decided we were going to start our own company together and so um and so we did we called it avalon overseas and we ran that for 15 years or so and then in the late 80s we sold it to what was then trans euro it's now now a team of course um and that's when I got out of the moving industry. I left the industry in the early nineties. So, why? Why? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, some personal circumstances and sort of a disillusionment. Really, it's, when, when you've been running your own company for a long time and you sell it and you suddenly become an employee again, it, it's not quite the same. And and so I was a bit disillusioned by being in that situation. But I also became a, a single parent for, for uh, about that time. And mm. I had to try and find a way of making a living without having to go to work every day. Um, and so I decided that, um, I, I don't know why really, uh, I just decided that um, that I was going to become a writer. Somebody once told me that I was quite good at writing. And so I thought, well, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the industry and become a writer. So, so I did. And then... Um, about four years later, when I'd been working outside the industry, uh, an organisation called Omni that that you you may may have heard of, and some of you not familiar. Well, some some of your um, of your uh, listeners will will certainly have heard of them. Uh, asked me if I would if I would write a magazine for them, and that sort of sucked me back into the into the industry, as it were. So I then became a writer for the moving industry, as opposed to just a writer for anybody. And uh, and I've been doing it ever since. And now for a quick message from our sponsors. For a limited time only, we have partnered with an SEO and marketing company with discounted rates for their services. Schedule an appointment via Calendly link below to learn more. Thank you. And now getting back to the podcast. Okay, and with such a circulation, you've you've you you've grown quite a following. I certainly talked to a lot of 
companies in UK and everybody mentions Steve Jordan. Not so sure that's necessarily a good thing, but it depends what we're saying, doesn't it? I don't know. I said anything bad, so it's a good thing, right? So uh, you speak with a lot of moving and removal men and women. So what would you say are the biggest issues that companies face today versus years past? Uh, well, I suppose the world is is changing, isn't it, all the time? And I think that is probably... In a, in a broad sort of sense, that's probably the biggest challenge that everybody has. Uh, it's not the necessarily the individual things. It's the fact that everything is changing very quickly. The, the, I mean, the, the way that the world has always gone it, it, it is that the rate of change accelerates. And, it, and this has happened in all walks of life ever since the Industrial Revolution, that the rate of change accelerates. And we are now living in a time when when change is happening much faster than it ever has done before. And um, and in the future, it will happen even faster. And so rather than sort of focus on the individual things, and there are lots of them, um, I think the challenge for, for most companies, not just moving companies, but all companies, is how to build a business that is sufficiently flexible and sufficiently agile to be able to change depending to meet whatever the, whatever the world throws at it and i think that's a very a very difficult thing to do if you know what's going to happen in the future then you can adapt your business accordingly but if you don't know what's going to happen in the future and none of us do then it's very difficult to build a business that is sufficiently flexible to be able to bend with the changes as they come along yeah, you definitely have to adjust. And now for a quick message from our sponsors. If you're a moving business owner, you may have already heard of Moversville, an email marketing service that helps moving companies increase, repeat, and referral business. But have you heard of Moversville Connect? Moversville Connect is an incredible resource for all things moving. They feature an array of vendors and services that cater specifically to the moving industry. You can find companies that provide moving software, moving sales services, marketing services, moving equipment providers, and much, much more. Visit moversville.com to learn more. And definitely have to be creative with what you're doing in your business. You can't yeah. rely on uh, things that worked in the past to continue working today. Things change. New companies appear, new forms yeah. of business, new formats. You know, yeah. obviously, social media is so much bigger today where, you know, 20 years ago, we didn't have anything near to what we have today. No, well, and that and that's the thing. I mean, there are lots of issues that that that, that are stretching the imagination. I mean, things like um, uh, probably the big one, of course, nowadays is sustainability and and how to how to be how to build businesses that are more sustainable uh, and who's driving that. Is, is that being driven by the public? Is it being driven by the corporate accounts that are insisting that that, that moving companies become more sustainable? Um, is, it, is it being driven by the staff who are saying that they don't want to work for a company that isn't? And you know, there's, there's lots of dynamics there that make sustainability really important. But then you've got the whole problem of, of well, who's going to pay for it? Because... You know, it's 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 
has always been until now in my experience because i you know i work in other industries too and it's not it's not just in this industry but but they're having the same difficulties or the same issues there's it's been a, a fact that nobody in the past has been prepared to pay money to save the planet they don't do that they will they will they will be sustainable if it's saving them money or making them money but they won't pay money to do it and well i think we've now unless of course it makes some money unless it makes money that's the point there's got to be a commercial benefit at the end and of course the commercial benefit might now be we're getting to the stage now where the commercial benefit is that nobody's going to work with you if you don't do it and so right. and so it becomes a sort of a, a negative positive in that sense um but but i think that's that is a a real problem because people they they don't necessarily know how to do it if they do know how to do it they don't know how much it's going to cost and they don't know who's going to pay for it and the corporate accounts that pay many of our wages don't seem to have quite yet cottoned on to the fact that it's they that's going to have to pay in the end okay so what uh what would you say? So you you you're giving plenty of advice in terms of new people coming to the market. Obviously, what you see as the current challenges. So, what can one do if they're interested in being part of the Mover Magazine, or if they want to be featured in one of the stories in the Mover Magazine? Oh, okay. Um, well, I mean, just to answer that, you it, it might be it might be worthwhile me sort of taking you back to when we started it because we started the the, the mover in 2011. Mm-hmm. Before that, um, I'd been editing another magazine in the UK for the for the BAR for the Trade Association in the in the UK, um, and I became aware uh, that there there was no magazine anywhere in the world for the moving industry that wasn't in some way linked to an association. So, for example, you, you had the BAR magazine that I did uh, that was linked to the, the Trade Association of the UK. Uh, there's the portal that's linked to the IAM. There's the Feedy Focus that's linked to Feedy and so on. Uh, the LACMA News for, for LACMA. All the magazines are published by organisations. And that meant that unless you were part of those organisations, you had no outlet because you couldn't contribute to those magazines, you couldn't advertise in those magazines. Um, And in many cases, you couldn't even receive them. So not only did you not have any outlet, you also starved of information. And that, to me, seemed to be wrong. And so I thought, well, what we need to do is to develop a magazine that is independent, that everybody can can take part in. Everybody can advertise in if they want to. Everybody can can receive uh, free, uh, which is the way it is. It's all it's all uh, free uh, download, um, and anybody can contribute stories to it. And it, you don't have to be a member of anything. Um, and so that's that was the basic premise of of of, uh, of how of why we developed the the move in the first place. And so to answer your question, uh, if you want to be featured in the magazine, if, you're, if your company wants to be featured in the magazine, uh, really all you have to do is to send me the story. Um, but it has to be something that is newsworthy. It has to be something that I can look at and think, I think my readers will be interested in that. And 
and if it's and and the, and the way I suppose to to think about it, if you know, if anybody listening to this thinking that how how can I produce something that is going to get featured in the magazine, is to think well, if I were reading this about somebody else, would I be interested in it? And if the answer is yes, well, people will be interested in what you're writing about too. Uh, and but if it's just the fact that you think you're the best company in Ohio or something, then I'm sorry, but that's not that's not news. That's that's what we call an advertisement. Personal opinion. Some, yeah, but if you've got something that is actually genuinely newsworthy, um, and it could be something very simple. Um, I mean, for example, uh, let me give you one 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 really simple example. Um, people often write to me, and they'll say, um, "I've just invested in a new lorry." Will you will you will you write about it? And I say, well, no, because that's not newsworthy. But if you tell me why you invested in that lorry and what that lorry is going to do and how it's going to change the business and how it's going to make your company a better business and what the driver thinks of that new lorry and why should somebody else consider buying one of those lorries too? Yeah. Right, or no, if that lorry sure. is bright pink that you can see from miles and miles away, well, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever, or whatever like it that. is, <laughs> you know, it could, it could be, it could be that I'm giving people information because they may be in the market for lorries too. In which case, tell me what the driver thinks about it. Tell me whether it's a good truck or whether it's a bad truck. What's good about it? What's bad about it? What are you going to use it for? Why? Why did you buy that truck? Did you buy it because? You've uh, you've got a low emission zone where you where you are, and you need that kind of truck. What is it? What is, is it? Some new service that you're providing? And if you can answer those questions, then we have a story. If you just say I've got a new truck, well, I'm sorry, that doesn't pass what I call the so what test. You know, if I can say if I can say so what, then it doesn't get in the magazine. If it's something that's of genuine interest, then it will do. Again, to tune in and uh, check out the Mover magazine. You can certainly go to to the website, and we're going to list the link below so you can click on it and view it. Uh, there's plenty of newsworthy material there, certainly. And, uh, of course, actually, a story about us is going to be in the Mover magazine. And it's uh, – I'm not sure when this is going to air, but it's in the May issue of the Mover magazine, I believe. Right, Steve? Yeah, and so uh, it'll be out the first week in May. Right, first week in May. And uh, once again – uh, thank you very much for joining us for our podcast, Steve. It's been a pleasure. Uh, if anything that you ever want to have be on again, we'd love to have you on at some point again. And we're certainly going to be doing uh, some uh, town hall style things down the road where we would like to have different people participate that would make it interesting for the public interesting and have some of the live events and things like that. So that's going to be coming somewhere down the road. Hard for me to say when, but it is going to happen. Uh, and once again, thank you very much for tuning in to Let's Talk Moving Podcast with Moving Sales Professionals. And I'm your host, Yuri Margolin, the owner of Moving Sales Professionals. And uh, as we always say, as the world moves on its own, let the professionals move yours for you. Thank you for joining us. And thank you very much, Steve, for joining us for the podcast. You're welcome. Thank you.